Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Decisions. Last August, we were in Costa Rica with Johnny Manziel, and uh, that's how the uh, Manziel to Hamilton connection thing uh, started. And uh, you see Manziel ended up in Babano's hometown, and now yep. he went to my hometown. Exactly. He met in Madison, Costa Rica. Like, poor Johnny. If only if he would have known that's where his life was going at the time. <laughs> well, Johnny, <laughs> 12 months from now, you're going to be living next to, next to me in Dundas, Ontario. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage on radio. I am Gabriel Moran, season alongside the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. It's the Monday edition of the program, and in fact, that we should let you know uh, right now, because I know we've got a lot of uh, loyal listeners uh, to the program. Enjoy the program today, because we will not be back until Friday. Correct. We will not be back until Friday. You got things to do, buddy. Of course, uh, the football season is rapidly approaching. Uh, new programming is uh, being developed uh, for the football uh, season. I will be on uh, with Craig Carton on uh, Wednesday and Thursday morning nice for the entire uh, shows. Maybe a little bit uh, tomorrow, but depending on traffic and the situation. And traffic, apartment uh, hunting, things to do. You got well, a lot on your list. That'll happen after the show. I'm not getting yeah. off a plane and going apartment hunting. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true, but it will be on the list. Yeah. Have many things to do. Yeah, we got we got a lot of things to do, but whatever. I'm, I'm able to do the show. It wouldn't really be a problem, but... Studio time is uh, is an issue, accessibility, and uh, and everything else. So we'll we'll be back on uh, on Friday um, with Red Heat and Rage Radio. So we'll have to get uh, into the PGA Championship uh, talk today, and uh, and everything else that's going on uh, this week, which is uh, pretty much uh, everything. I was going to say pretty much not much. Uh, there's football at the end of the week. We got the PGA Championship. There's preseason football. Yeah, and that's uh, we love preseason football. There's EPL soccer later in the week. Starts Friday. The English Premier League uh, kicks off. And you know the World Cup, of course, uh, was very very popular. And um, MLS soccer has sort of capitalized post World Cup, in which you know MLS attendance is very good. Uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm around soccer right now. And it's good timing that the EPL is uh, set to start uh, as well. You're right there, Darth. What? Oh yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Just sweating a little bit. It's uh, pretty hot. Some heavy Martinez breathing. is uh, some heavy breathing. Martinez on Atlanta is a real. He's a real stud. That guy's an absolute machine, man. He just scores and scores in the All Star game. Two against Toronto. What can you say? The guy's good. Real I, good. I called the draw. Nice two-two draw. Yeah, I called it. Draw. Right. You know what? I actually did say it was going to be two-two, right. but I didn't bet that. Draw on the over. That was eleven to one at two-two. I did. I did have the draw, but uh, yeah. So you got EPL soccer that starts later in the weekend. As far as the World Cup is concerned, like there's more World Cup players in the EPL than any other league. It pretty much is the it's the richest league 
from top to bottom. Yeah. Like the Spanish league is has big time players. Bundesliga is good for goals, but yeah, you're right. The Premiership's top. It's it's the top dog. Well, I'm talking about the richest. It's it's the richest league. It's where all the superstars are, with the exception of a couple of teams. Uh, and you know the Spanish teams are actually the best. They're the ones that win the uh, the Champions League the most. You know the Barcelonas and the Real Madrids uh, of the world. Uh, but all most of the money is in England. Uh, so most of the star players that you saw in the World Cup. Uh, will be uh, will be playing in EPL, big man on campus, big soccer guy. Uh, he'll step up and then join us. We'll talk a little bit about the EPL. We'll take a look at the EPL futures as the season is uh, set to kick off later in the week on Friday. And then I believe they got a full slate of games on Saturday. PGA from St. Louis uh, tips uh, tees off on Thursday. And uh, once again, we gave you a successful DraftKings lineup. Ooh, yeah. Three times. Well, we won three times the money. It wasn't like winning the tournament or anything. That Thor Bjorn Olison call is pretty good when you uh, finish second at uh, basically 100 to 1. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he had a really good weekend, buddy. Yeah, if Jordan Spieth wouldn't have uh, sucked as hard as he did, I probably would have won some decent money in, Ex- in DraftKings. Exactly, exactly. It is uncanny, though. It's been like four out of the, five, the last five weeks in, in golf on DraftKings. Uh, we've actually made money. Yep, I got. I opened up my account too. A few, a, a few positives there. You won a contest. I wish it was just more money. And I won the big parlay a couple of weeks ago at the last uh, major. So we're gonna put together, we'll put together a make the cut uh, parlay. Yeah, I don't know if we'll be able to do it fully today. We were kind of caught off guard. We weren't really sure whether we were gonna be able to do the shows um, all week long. So uh, in the end, it was decided to be best uh, just to shut things down for a couple of days so uh, we can all get ready and. Uh, Cam has to also um, take a class on how to uh, operate a board, how to turn, yeah. how to turn on a computer, <laughs> how to plug in a microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I tried it this week. I tried it with my old uh, Samsung with Carton and Friends. I got through. The operator answered. He said I did something right, so I don't know. All my fooling around is really working out. I'm not an IP guy. Getting getting through is just like half the battle. Yeah, it's high. You've it's got yeah, it's, like GI Joe. Yeah, winning's like, half the battle. It's like how does it sound once you get through? Yeah, he said it was clear. Are there echoes on Hope whose not. side? Yeah, that's the problem. That's uh, the echoes are something I got to get rid of. That's an issue. Hopefully, we'll take care of it when I get a Mac. We'll have the same computer, and I can upgrade from my my Pinto to at least. Uh, I would say Alexis. Kyle, Kyle Johnson's a regular listener to the program, and I believe he lives in your neighborhood as well. He's volunteered to uh, to come and uh, and uh, help me out, aid and assist you. Oh, nice! I like that. I also met somebody in the grocery store who's a big fan of the show who just moved here from Niagara Falls who uh, said he'd come down and be my IT guy too. So a couple people are on the radar. I appreciate it. Well, let's go with the guy that we know as opposed to a guy you met in the grocery store that's uh, just moved here from Niagara Falls. Good point. Big fan, though. Positive things. <laughs> we had a nice uh, talk in the cheese section. Just because someone's a fan. <laughs> oh, I know. I understand. No, he says he's not. He, he does computers and stuff. And he said, asked how you were doing. I told him you're moving to New York. He and, does computers. Uh, basically, yeah. I told him the information about the Fantasy Sports Network. Excited. Probably tuning in right now. Just found out about it. You tell them, uh, tell them your personal health situation as no, well. I'd rather not else. do that. I, I like you seem to gotta get my blood work done. You seem to open up to strangers pretty easily. Yeah, I don't give them my SIN number, but I'm willing to tell them where I work and the radio show that we do. I think that's pretty good. Isn't that? Uh, I'm not going to tell them vital information. I'm not going to give them a key to my house, but I could say me and Marenzi do a show called Red Heat and Rage, and you're going to you, be doing uh, moving to New York. Did you give them the address or something? Did you give them your address? No, I didn't give them my address. No. <laughs> No, I didn't give my address. 
Did what? you give him your phone number? Uh, email. I gave him my email. Was that a good start? Or that's a little. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. better than the, the direct line. We can talk through email. See how things go. Happened to be a couple of weeks ago to football games. Some guy came up to me and he said, hey, I'm a big fan. Give me your phone number. Yeah, you're like, no, I don't think. He had his phone in his hand. He said, give me your number. And he's like, yeah, we'll hang out. <laughs> Happened to be like twice in the same day. I, I was like, I was people like, do it the, a lot. He's like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> phone number? <laughs> Hanging out? I told the dude, like, uh, I said, uh, you can reach me on Twitter. Twitter.com at yeah. SportsRage. Nice. See, that's good. That's yeah. good. If you ever want to get yeah, in touch that's with that's what I say. Cam Stewart live. Fired off. We'll see how it goes. I know, I've been around Cam before. He opens up to uh, to strangers pretty easily. Yeah, really? I don't say that easily. I, like, I trust you, but I wouldn't commit, like, a major crime with you. See, that's where you're wrong. Because I know one thing. No, loose, no. loose lips sink ships. And if we no, did no, do a crime like, together, no, no, no. Everything. You're like, you're no, like no. George Costanza. No. I'm not sure about your vault. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, you don't know. You no, don't know. I could keep I keep everything low. For a couple of drinks, you'd be spilling everything. Nope. Portuguese Joe. No, you don't understand. I know, and I know. You'd be telling no, Portuguese no, Joe, this no. is what the scheme is, Joe. Buddy, I'm his vault. He's got other people selling him out. I, I haven't said nothing about what he's got going on. It's all in the vault, Gabe. Speaking of Portuguese Joe, I haven't seen him in five days. I don't know where he is. Maybe he's with my uh, the condo owner, the lady. Yeah, that owns maybe, my condo. maybe they're hanging out because I don't know where anybody is. Man, this lady was on top of me for the rent this month. Like she, she just lost twelve thousand dollars on the Yankees game last night. Well, yeah, cute, and cute, uh, cute. <laughs> like seriously, it was like the, yeah, she's like she, the, she's like a vulture. She's all like, ah, ah, she's always on you. It was like the day before the first. She's like, yeah. uh, can we meet? Can yeah. we meet? I told her, listen, it's not the first yet, but yeah. I said, I'll send you $1,000 right now. I like that. Good faith. Yeah, I said, I, 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 I like when, people, I like when somebody says, first. yeah, I don't owe you the money now, but I'm going to send you And then I told half. her, and then I said, I'll meet you on the second in, yeah. the, in the lobby. With the other uh, yeah. half. Yeah, she really, really doesn't like the email transfers. Why? She, like, doesn't like them. She's not doing anything illegal. No, I know. I don't know. I don't, she just doesn't. Like, she really, really prefers, like, to meet me. Actually, uh, you're going to love so this. So she could yeah. already have the yeah. damn money, but she was, like, insistent. Because I told her, listen, I could just email you everything. She's like, no, 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 no. Just meet me. Just meet yeah. me. Just meet me. Yeah. Email's easy, though. So I'm like, all right. And uh, I even, like, prepared to meet her and stuff. Like, I had to run to the bank. I came yeah. back. And I knew she wasn't going to show up on time. She never does. And uh, sends me a text. I'm running late. Catch up later. Oh, that was about five days ago. I just did my first bank uh, email transfer, Gabe, because Joe was away, and he owed me money for rent. So uh, he sends me the rent to, to my banking institution. The best was the security question. Who's the best soccer player in the world? I go, Ronaldo hit it first time. You know, he's Portuguese, right? <laughs> he goes, See? <laughs> he goes, that was a test. See? Yeah, that's it's a test. That's what I'm talking about, your vault. You just gave away the password, right, live on the radio. No, to the money that I've already put into my bank account. It doesn't matter. It's it's already done. The The money's there, Gabe. Don't worry, there'll be another password another time. He's not going to use Ronaldo for every uh, transfer. <laughs> he should have answered Louis Figo. <laughs> he should have answered Louis Figo. <laughs> that was the best Portuguese player ever, Figo. I just knew because we've had, uh, I, I knew that was where we was going there. So you get a couple times to get it wrong, but I knew I'd hit it on the first try. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like those email transfers. They're actually nice and quick. Boom, the money's right in your account. I used to want to do the personal they fee are, are with good. the cash, but you know what? Screw it. I got nothing illegal going on, so give me the money email. They are good, too, except exactly. I did get, I got flagged by the bank. Yeah, that's a problem. I sent more than $40,000 worth of uh, email transfers. Ooh, that's the number? That's the number? I don't know what the exact number is, but that, so, that, so, that was a number. That's <laughs> what got you on their radar. Oh, yeah, they, I was like, they were... Uh, like, I had to speak to them for real. Like, they didn't freeze my account, but they essentially were about to type of thing. So receiving and sending. It's like, it's the only time, like, the bank called and I sort of ignored it. Yeah. But then it called, like, 16 yeah. times. Like, we're serious, thing. Mr. Morenci. Yeah. Normally, they always say, oh, we never call. So I was kind of suspicious. And they were they were like, no, no, we're serious about this. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. So I had to speak to, like, the uh, investigative uh, team type thing. So was that you sending and receiving a total of 40, not just one way? It was uh, me sending. Me, yo, you sending, you sending. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the thing is, my rent's two thousand dollars. Exactly. A month. So it's only twenty times. So I told. I hey, said, what's well, the that's, deal? That's essentially twenty-four thousand dollars. Like, you know. Great about, point. The rest. It was funny. I brought up. I said, "Well, I'm in a fantasy. I'm in fantasy football league. So we're transferring funds." Yeah. And uh, the lady really didn't understand. You know, her English wasn't great. She really uh, didn't understand like the concept of fantasy football and. <laughs> She doesn't understand. A couple leagues can cost over a couple grand. Yeah, so basically, yeah, yeah. so I basically asked her. I said, "No offense, but can I speak to someone else about yeah, this, just yeah. so I can explain yeah. the situation clear?" And I explained. Listen, my rent's this. I'm on the fantasy sports network. Yeah. I also play fantasy sports. I was a commissioner of a couple of leagues. Had to deal with the money. I paid the winner. Yeah. I said no profit was made. It was an individual. You know, it was yeah, no, not yeah. a business. Uh, nice and clean, clean transactions. Yeah. And they were like, "All right, fine, fine." Yeah. They said, we just thought, we were just wondering. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. See, sometimes telling the truth is a good thing, too. And you're in that situation, don't make up a story. Don't panic. Just deal with it head on. You got nothing to hide. 40 grand is actually not even that much. There's guys who wire, wire no, real money. No, it is. But you'd be surprised. Like, in today's day and age, they're actually, just in the future, it'll be really bad. They're, um, they're really cracking down. Like, if you send... You know, over a thousand dollars on PayPal. Yeah. You know, sometimes they'll freeze it. You know, they want to know where it's going, where it's coming from. There is a lot of cyber fraud going on right now in the world. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and and also, you know, there's um, there's a lot of funds that are flying around uh, out there, right? That they like to monitor and stay on top of. <laughs> it's the best yeah. way of putting it. <laughs> You're right. A lot of cryptocurrencies too, not a, not anal coin, but uh, Bitcoin yeah. and some others. That that anal coin didn't really take off. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like a loser cryptocurrency. I don't know. The, the future of Bitcoin is supposed to be a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. I have always thought that eventually the governments would try to shut it down somehow, but I guess they realize they can't. No, it's it's a new it's a new form of currency that uh, I have it. I've missed the bit. I I missed the uh, the uh, the Bitcoin craze, but it's not too late. It's going to go up again. You think? Oh yeah. It's going to go up again. How, how much do you think it's going to go to? And in the future, yeah. like, a lot. Very, very high. It just got carried away. They need yeah. to scare people away from this because it was getting out of control when it got up to yeah, $22,000 in Bitcoin and stuff. Yeah, for sure. This thing started out at, like, 48 bucks or something. Amazing. Wish we got in on the ground floor, buddy. Just uh, wasn't on that elevator.
That sucks. We know people, I guys that we know, Pozzola and stuff helped pay for a house with all uh, with the Bitcoin. I could have. I had a sports yeah. book that wanted to pay me at Bitcoin like many years ago. And I didn't like it. I was pissed off. Like I essentially stopped betting with them. I was like, I don't want Bitcoin. I want cash. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly. No, I prefer cash over Bitcoin. And of course, the stupid Bitcoin that they offered me years ago <laughs> would have been worth way more, more than cash. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to know that, though? You can't know that at the time. Cash is king. You don't know. Just one of those things. We all have regrets. Yeah, I put a Wayne Gretzky rookie card in my bike spokes. We all do things, you know. Wish yeah, I saved those But cards. as we prove, that card's not really worth it. Yeah, so that's much. actually not the, end of, <laughs> that's not the end of the world. You're right. No. You're missing right. out on Bitcoin is worse. Yeah, it is. Sort of like missing out on Apple stock years ago. Good point. Or Grand Canyon University stock. How's that? How's Grand that Canyon doing? Pretty good still? It's it's 107 bucks or something ridiculous now. Really? Yeah, when I told people about it, it was like 25, 26. Oh, God. Took off. It's still going to go up, too. They haven't even made the tournament yet. Wait till they make yeah. the NCAA tournament. Good point. Then enrollment's going to go through the roof. You should get a stock portfolio. Yeah, I said that years ago. That nah, uh, Maybe it's time. You are moving to the States. You can you talk take, to some uh, people. You take the winnings of, of the sports betting and you sort of start rolling it over yes. some, some of these uh, stocks. But, you know, inherently, I don't trust Wall Street. They're all a bunch of crooked son of a bitches. Right? So. <laughs> well, you can put it in a mattress, I guess. You got to sort of handpick, like, you know, all right, which which company, you know, you think you can, uh, you know, you can identify. All right. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Wally Coyote says, yeah, it makes sense. Account flagged for paying rent. Meanwhile, billions transferred by world politicians. Uber rich goes undetected. Panama Papers. Nice job. <laughs> Great email. Excellent email. Great tweet. Great tweet. Excellent tweet. Jesse with another great gif. <laughs> Gamble looks amazing in it. <laughs> he looks great. <laughs> Some great stuff. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, Jesse's really yeah, getting he, good at this he's stuff. He's amazing at it. Like, they're, they're, they're legendary. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we were kidding. We said, ah, there's nothing going on this week. There's actually a lot going on. Yeah. We got the PGA Championship start of the EPL. NFL preseason uh, goes off. We actually have a lot of little NFL tidbits uh, to hit it. Um, What's trending on Twitter uh, right now? I see the Toronto Raptors are uh, trending on Twitter. What's up with that? Ooh, Greg Monroe has agreed to a deal with the Toronto hey, Raptors. Hey, here we go. I was just about to say Greg Monroe and the Toronto Raptors uh, are uh, trending, so that's why. 
Greg Monroe signs with the uh, the Toronto Raptors. One one year deal, doesn't hurt. Nope, doesn't hurt. Depth is good. Yeah, can, can't can't hurt. Two point two million dollars as well. Not bad. All right, um, let's bring in a big man on campus uh, right now, Jeff Nadu on uh, Twitter. You can follow him on uh, Twitter. You can see his videos over at uh, SportsbookReview.com's YouTube page. What's going on, big man? Hey, how are you guys? Pretty good, big man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great on a Monday, Cam. Premier League is coming up this week. We got English soccer last weekend. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. You got EPL to take you uh, right into the start of the National Football League uh, season. And although you're more of a college guy, but you're also a big Eagle fan, too. So this summer's been good for sports. You know, you had the World, You're right. you Usually the World it's Cup. The, it's the dog days. The World Cup saves summer. Well, they've done better over the last couple of years, really. It used yeah. to be in the old days, man, the day after the All-Star game. It was Dead like, zone. It, it was death. Like, yeah. there'd be, like, one NBA, WNBA game. There's nothing going on. But nowadays, there's always fights. Our apologies. We didn't know if we dropped or Big Man yeah. uh, dropped or who dropped and what dropped. We were talking about Terrell Owens. He doesn't drop a lot of things. <laughs> Going to Saskatchewan, as as we were talking about. So our, our apologies uh, there. So, uh, yeah, so Terrell Owens uh, doesn't show up for the Hall of Fame um, inductions, as we know. Uh, did his own thing. I'm a T.O. fan, but I think he was kind of, for lack of a better word, a bitch for not showing up uh, to the Hall of Fame. So, boo-hoo, you have to wait a couple of years. Yeah, it is what deal. it is. You know? I, you know? He doesn't like the fact that oh the the media, the media is the one that kept him out for a couple of years, but the thing is the media really so the people that vote in the NFL Hall of Fame they really do what the Hall of Famers sort of want them to do. We'd spoken to Hall of Famers before that said no no To should wait. I remember speaking yep. of Dolman a couple of years. Yeah, a lot ago. a lot of great players wait for a long he time. Said, I played, what makes him special? He said I played yeah but To's the second best wide receiver in the history of the game so he he wouldn't have waited from his stat perspective. That is true. But even players that played with Terrell Owens said, nah, he's not a good teammate. He should wait. But uh, big man, uh, as far as T.O. is concerned, you know, he always did it his own way. He did it his own way over the weekend uh, with his own speech uh, at, at Chattanooga. The NFL Hall of Fame, well, not the NFL. The, the NFL doesn't run the Hall of Fame. I should say the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They're going to change the rule now, and basically, you're, you're not getting in unless you show up. I thought, you know, I thought it was kind of dumb of him and petty of him not to show up. I mean, he always had a reputation of being difficult over the years, and then here he is as a grown man, 44 years old, being difficult even on a day that he's getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. It's kind of ridiculous to me. Yeah, I mean, it's always been about him. I mean, we witnessed that here in this town uh, with him over the uh, course of his career here, but yeah, I think, you know, look back on, you know, this in 10, 15, 20 years, I think you'll regret it a little bit. I mean, you know, it's kind of that night where you're recognized in front of all your fans and people that, that you know, paid for your salary all those years and all the fans that, that love you. And, and you, didn't really, you didn't really get that. I mean, you, you saw all the guys. I mean, it looks like a brotherhood. It's something you're a part of. There's not many people in the league that can say they're a Hall of Famer. I mean, it's just something you're going to look back on. I think he's going to be quite uh quite annoyed that he didn't do it but that's how he's always been he's always been very much a me guy and he wanted to have his own little uh ceremony and i thought his speech was quite good and i've always liked to uh, i think he's the second best receiver ever if not 
the best receiver ever. He's that dominating. But you know, I think he'll look back on this and regret it. You know, on the same weekend, though, you look at Randy Moss's there. And yeah. um, I sort of noticed Randy Moss's tie at the time. But I didn't really, I didn't really think much of it, like what it was or what was on his tie. And I didn't realize till after, but on the tie, actually, was all the people that had been killed by the police who died in police custody uh, over the last uh, year. And, you know, quite a symbolic gesture. See, that's the type of thing. You know, Randy Moss uses his platform, and he didn't cause any controversy. He never mentioned anything. He just wore the tie. He talked about it after when somebody asked him about it, but he didn't, you know, he didn't, uh, he, he didn't, you know, hijack the proceedings or try to take over and overshadow everybody else's night. But he still made a pretty strong statement as well. And then you got T.O. You know what I mean? Me, 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 me. You know, it's like I remember like the day Muhammad Ali died and Floyd Mayweather like tweeted out such an inspiration. And and then basically like the next day, Floyd Mayweather tweeted out a picture of him holding five million dollars cash. Right. And I'm thinking, well, you know, what did was that what Ali inspired you to do? To be a jackass online or <laughs> good, right? point. So, good like, point. Randy Moss actually does something. You know, makes a statement without causing a stir, gets his message across, and there's T.O., oh, it's about, you know, me, 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 and this is why I didn't go. It's just petty. But anyways, yeah. I don't know if you heard, big man, he's uh, he's working out for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders right now, and, I mean, the Duke can still run a 4-4. Uh, you know, I don't really see why he couldn't make the team if he wanted to. I'm not saying he'd be a CFL star, but I'm curious to see whether this pans out. I think it might, actually. I, I wonder, though, and, and I think there's a stark difference between him and Johnny Menzel. Menzel's still young, and you know, who knows where his future might take him. I think after this week, probably not too far. But I wonder what, what the point of all this is for Tia. I mean, is he really in need of money? Does he have to have money? Is that kind of the reason he's doing this? I mean, he's not he ain't, ain't going to get it no. in the CFL. <laughs> right, right. I mean, and, and we all know that he is just a – a quote-unquote, and I hate to use this word, but he's a bit of a, a fame whore. He needs to be in the, the forefront. And, look, no offense to him, but I don't think anyone really cares here that he's in the, the CFL. I mean, I know up there they love the CFL, and you know, obviously that's great, but I don't think it really moves the needle. I don't understand why he's doing this. I, I don't get the, the, the thought process. You're not going to the NFL. We get it. You have 3% body fat, and we get you can still catch the ball, but – I don't really understand why how this moves the needle at all for him or for us and why we care. He just wants to make a point. I think his point is, look at me. Yeah. I'm older. I worked yeah. out. I can still play football. And I don't give a shit if it's in Canada. That's that's his point is I, I still want to play the game. You know what the problem is, though? It's hard. And listen, he wouldn't be back in the NFL anyways. There's no, no 44-year-old wide receivers in the NFL. No. But let's say, let's say he was dead serious about this. And he was like, look at the shape I'm in. I'm dead serious. I want to play in the National Football League. Is skipping the Hall of Fame ceremony the way to go about it? No. People are like, look, no. he's even going into the yeah. Hall of Fame. He can't even do that without yeah, causing Exactly. Problems. And what's he going to do if he makes a team? He's not going to be the main. He'd just be like, you know, Gabe, come on. Like, he's he's not going to be an impact player. That's the thing. Teams don't want to deal with baggage unless you're going to be amazing, and he's too old to be amazing. And if you're Saskatchewan, really, what's he going to bring to the table? I mean, yeah, he's good, but he doesn't know the system. Is he really just going to step in and take over the league? No. You know, it's to sell tickets and publicity, yeah. I guess. They already that's one team that already does they already sell do. that, yes. But Saskatchewan's all, all all always been that team though. They like that. They 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 brought in Vince Young, yep. they brought in Trent Richardson last year. 
they have you know tried for the uh, the former NFL player uh, in the past. All right, uh, so uh, switching gears to uh, to baseball. I know we were running a promo on the network for a couple of weeks in which I was talking about how the uh, the Yankees the Yankees were a fade. And I yep. said this weeks ago, if you remember. Remember I said, oh, they're 14 and 14 in the last yep. month of play. And that was even before the wheels started to fall off and everybody started to get hurt, et cetera. But I know you're a Yankee fan, big man. That was a pretty demoralizing weekend if you're the Yankees. To go into Boston, especially last night, the way, oh, yeah. the way oh. they lose the game, to get four to one in that fashion, to pretty much just be absolutely freaking buried. There's no way in hell they're winning the division. That's that's gone. Yep. So it's basically, well, that's over. And oh yeah, by the way, Oakland and Seattle are only a couple of games behind us right now. It sounds crazy a couple of weeks ago to say that the Yankees don't make the playoffs, but you it, know. it's possible. Like there's a possibility. Yeah, no, Oakland's on fire. Don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy right now, big man. Yeah, and, and Gabe, you, you know I can get a little uh, emotional, so I'm going to try to be as professional as possible here with, with <laughs> what I'm about to say. But but I am absolutely disgusted with what we saw over the weekend. I mean, and you know, Gabe, what really pisses me off is it all comes down to simple managing. It's why on earth you put Lance Lynn in a seven to one game against Baltimore. Wednesday night, when you know you're going to need him for the weekend. And what that did was, you took, then you take CeCe Sabathia out early, you put in Jonathan Holder for God knows why. Jonathan Holder should be shipped off to, 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 to Siberia somewhere and let off. Just go the hell away, will you? I mean, it's pathetic what went on this weekend. You know, they had no chance to win that chance Adams game. Last night was just the, the cherry on top. You, know, you don't, you, you weren't winning games. You're not going to see Chapman, so he's obviously has trouble. You, you can't get anyone out. And then Miguel Anderhart doesn't step into a throw. Greg Birdie's to make that play. The offense was disgusting all weekend. It, this falls on Brett Boone, uh, or Aaron Boone, I mean. I, I don't even know what Boone it is anymore. There's so many bad Boones. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's, it's an absolute disgrace. Boston's laughing at the Yankees. The, the, the whole MLB's laughing at the Yankees. And I'm sick and tired of it being poor manager Aaron Boone, not making the right decisions. And then Jay Happ gets hand and mouth disease. Like, what? Can it get any worse? Does Boston ever lose? It's just pathetic. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of Aaron Boone. I'm sick, yeah. sick of the. Excuse. And then Sonny Gray yeah. gets foot. Then Sonny Gray yeah. got foot and mouth disease. <laughs> you got oh, Sonny. Yeah. You got yeah. Sonny Gray who sucks. He's yeah. bitching. Foot. He's was, like he's talking crap at the, about the fans and yeah. stuff and deleting tweets. Yeah. He was horrible. Game. Horrible. Yeah. You get. You he pick shut up, up. You pick up Hap, who somehow gets. Foot, mouth, I don't disease. Know. I don't know. He hasn't had and that Aaron one. Aaron Judge is injured. You want your best yes. player is injured right now. I mean, Sanchez. It's just, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just a mess. I mean, think it, with it, Boone. You know, it's a, I said this about Boone when he got hired. You know, I never, he never struck me to be as some sort of baseball intellectual when yeah. he was a commentator. Like, I know he's a baseball lifer. You know what I mean? His father was a player. His father was a manager. He was a player. So I'm not doubting his baseball credentials. But at the same point in time, just being a baseball lifer doesn't mean you're going to be a good manager. And I actually always thought that the Mendoza chick brought more to the table than he yeah. did during the broadcast. She's good. She's very like good. Like, he's, you know, he's just sort of a generic guy. And earlier in the year, it was easy for him to manage. Whatever. Stanton and Judge, go hit home runs. All right? He's watching home runs. He never really had to manage anything. And now you're seeing, big man, he's got to manage, and he doesn't, the depth isn't there. No, he, he, and now the wheels are in. falling off. He's turned into Mickey Callaway, and I'll tell you right now, 
the, the, the two baseball teams in New York, the managers are just atrocious. I mean, Mickey Callaway may be the worst manager I've ever seen at this level, and Boone's not far behind. They're lucky Seattle's lost 7 of 10, because if Seattle had any semblance of a, of a of, 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 you know, let's say 6-2 six and, six and two or 7-3 and three or 5-5, or five and five, I mean, this would be a tied race right now for a wild card. I mean, like you said, Gabe, a couple weeks ago, if I would have told you the Yankees were going to miss the playoffs, I would have said quit smoking crack. This is unbelievable what we're seeing here. And thank God Seattle's not playing well. Well, this would be – they would be in the playoffs right now. Uh, it's disgusting. And I don't know that it gets any better. Look who Oakland's doing it with their rotation. Edwin Jackson, Sean Manaya. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah, K, yeah. Trevor Cahill. You like, figure eventually he's wow. going to catch it. I don't know, man, but they rake, they, too, they even on the pitch. And their, their relief has been good, too. That's the thing about they Oakland. Just had, uh, they just had Mike Fires today as well. Mike Fires had a good year. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think he gets better for the Yankees. They didn't do anything to really help themselves. Lance Lynn stinks. Jay Happ's okay, but he's not a number one. And your, your number one has been horrible the last six games. Oh, you got the White Sox this week. You mentioned uh, Callaway. We've got to go to a break in a minute, but uh, we'll, we'll have some soccer and some NFL on the other side. But you mentioned Callaway. It's pretty funny. Matt Harvey's back in New York with the Reds. Yep. And so Matt Harvey, it's always a media circus around him. Mickey Callaway does his, um, his um, daily press briefing with the local media at 4 o'clock. So they asked Matt Harvey, can you speak to the media at the Met asked him, can you speak to the media at 345 or at 415 so it doesn't conflict with Mickey Calloway? And once he found out, he was like, no, you know what? No. I'm going to do this at 4 o'clock. <laughs> and the Mets are, like, upset. They're like, oh, he wouldn't, you know? Like, why would Matt Harvey give a shit what time the Mets exactly. manager thing is at? You guys... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying Matt Harvey's the best guy, but you guys kind of, you know, treated him like crap yeah, on the it, way out yeah. here. And, like, what, now you think, oh, yeah, to yeah. make it more. He they were like, for them. convenience <laughs> for everyone, can you not do the press conference at the same time? That's the best. It goes right in the middle. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and then he's like, no. <laughs> you know, I'm 4 o'clock. I'll do it at 4 just when he's doing it at 4. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like it. I don't I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> All right. We've no, been I don't either. Good, uh, good for him. We'll keep going since uh, we got knocked off uh, earlier here. Um, yeah, exactly. What, what the hell? Why would Matt Harvey, if a team trades yeah. you, You're, you don't have no affiliation with the Mets anymore? Screw them. You could do whatever the hell you want. That happened to a network I was on uh, once yeah. at, uh, when it was on the score. Yeah, I had uh, not a very good ending with a television network, um, uh, big man. And then after the owner of the network calls me a couple of days later. And he says, can you go on Twitter and tell people oh, yeah. that we're good guys and stop <laughs> telling us to F off? <laughs> I said, no. No, why would I, I do said, that? Why would I do I said, I said, no, no offense, but you guys did what you did, and now you live with it. Like, that's the way it works. Yeah, I mean, you, you were what I said you were. No, it's like, you just can me. Yeah, I'm going to go. To, he's like, can you go and tell them to stop? Yeah, I'm like, uh, no. You know, I can't control these people. No, I, I can't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't and I won't. <laughs> I do that, the no, same thing. That that that's not happening. Um, so yeah, so yeah, free fall for the Yankees uh, right now. They're going to be all right because between Oakland and Seattle, one of them will fall apart. I'm thinking Seattle more. They get they got nah, some. but the thing is, Cam, it's like um, Seattle were playing at a level that they, they couldn't sustain. We talked true. about it. Their win differential was plus three. There were 22 games over 500. Yep. They win every game by one run. So the bad luck, they can't score suddenly. But Robinson Cano eventually is going to be back. And you got the Oakland Athletics. 
I don't know, man. These guys are like 37 and 8 or something in the last 45 games. They're I don't just, know if they're they can, grinders, though. I just don't know if they can continue this pace. Yeah. Like, there's got to be a little bit of a slump around the corner. They got swept at Oakland. Uh, sorry, Oakland got swept in Colorado, if yeah. you remember, on that weekend. Then they turn it right around again. They don't go into prolonged, they yeah. don't have prolonged problems. You now know, they go in, they, you know what they, they win games at playing Detroit. After Colorado, they got the Jays. Yeah, they got the Jays and the Tigers yeah. and kicked their ass. Exactly. Exactly. All right, uh, big man. So uh, we were talking about NFL football. Just quickly, a couple of things uh, to blast through. We'll get back to that a little bit later on. But uh, Buffalo Bills get Corey Coleman. Hey, I like it. Good move for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Calvin Benjamin's bitching about Cam Newton for one reason or another. Not a good move. Not, uh, better, not a good to, be- better to shut it up. It's like, dude, he's a lot better than you are. So, uh, yeah, an- another another, another thing is you're in Buffalo. There's like, you got to let the pass just, there, you can get nothing, nothing good can come from this. Yeah, and if he's worried about Cam Newton being inaccurate, wait till he sees Josh Allen. That's another thing. <laughs> like, dear God, like, bro, you better shut up, man, because you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, but it kind of goes back to what you guys were just talking about is about, you know, the, the, the former radio station asked you to, you give an opinion. Why does Cam Newton care about Kelvin Benjamin? Says who cares? Good point. What, yeah. Why do you why, why do you care? What just just play? What do you what are you worried about? What Cam Newton's doing? You're not on that team anymore. Well, that Kelvin Benjamin should be worried about Carolina. He should be worried about the yeah, Bills. Benjamin Benjamin exactly. was asked. He goes. Yeah. Benjamin said, "I didn't start this." Somebody asked me a question. Yes. Somebody said to Benjamin, "You know, you've had a disappointing well, like a year or two. You say no comment. Yeah, and but I he mean, said you've had a disappointing year or two. What can you expect this year? And he basically stated, well, and then he went right into it. And then he said after, well, I don't have to hold back anymore. I'm not on that team. Right. So he said, uh, for people unaware, he went off and he said, I never should have been drafted by Carolina in the first place. And um, he said, I'm better than Odell Beckham Jr. I'm better than Sammy Watkins. I'm better than Brandon Cooks, of the three other wide receivers that were taken. He said, uh, if I played with Aaron Rodgers or Eli Manning or Ben Roethlisberger or if I had any, he went off. He goes, or if I played with anybody that knew how to throw a pass or understand how to play quarterback. It's like, dude, you're playing with Nate Peterman yeah, and, 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 and Josh <laughs> Allen right now. A.J. McCarron. not going to get any better. Sean McDermott told him to shut uh, up. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention, like, Cam Newton's erratic, but he is the, he was a league MVP. Sure. I mean, he's talking about, oh, if I play with league MVP, you did. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't do anything. You also showed up to camp like 60 pounds over. Yeah, that, that, that's year. the thing. He was hitting the buffet like, hard. This guy, like, he's the last <laughs> freaking one to talk, man. Yeah. But she's wide receivers. They're all yeah, just. They are. Chirp, 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 chirp. Me, 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 me. You don't understand. When you work together with the team, it's better for everybody. That's that's the bottom line. But they're selfish people. Anyway. Yeah, they they really are just freaking nut jobs. All right, so. Uh, we have the EPL uh, ready to uh, start on Friday. So this is some good stuff. And as we talked about it, sort of takes us right in to the National Football League. We have NFL preseason in its entirety later in the week as well. But um, right out of the gate, uh, man, we got some pretty we got a pretty big game on Friday, big man. Yeah, we do. And we have two teams that, you know, in United, Manchester United is uh, coming into the season. There's a lot of question marks. Their uh, coach Mourinho has come out and, basically attacked players, so they're not good enough, all sorts of issues. The, the big problem in this game I have, Gabe, is the transfer window is about to close. I think there's four more days in the transfer window, and it's up in the air on what both these teams will do. If you remember Harry Maguire, he plays for Leicester. He was very good in England's team this year uh, in the World Cup. There's a possibility he may get sold uh, to Manchester United. So 
I think you really need to make sure when you're looking at Premier League games this week, you're fully understanding and you understand the transfer window and make sure you're, you're seeing where guys are going because kind of like your trade deadline, you're going to have late you know, moves, you're going to have you know, rumors, all that sort of thing. But this is an interesting game because I'm a lot higher on Leicester than a lot of people are. I think they're a really good side. I think defensively they're still going to be pretty good. As long as Maguire doesn't leave, I think they're a good side. They have cash for Schmeichel and goal. And I think there's just a lot of concern right now with Manchester United. I wonder about their season. I don't like Mourinho's tactics on the pitch. Uh, they have a lot of talent there, but they just play too boring for me. I think Leicester's a decent, you know, maybe a plus one dog here. Uh, but I got to see what happens in the window before I get involved with this game. Manchester a draw is three, plus 333, Moretzi. Yeah, Manchester United minus 250 favorites. And I'll tell you, I know you can't take too much out of just exhibition yeah. games. But the fact of the matter is, I don't know, man. Did Man U look good in any freaking exhibition no, game no. in the summer? And like every the one of them. Like when they played MLS teams, they couldn't score on the San Jose Earthquakes. They lost to, <laughs> they lost to pretty much everybody they played. They had, Liverpool kicked the crap out of them. Everyone pretty much beat them up on this tour. Like, and is it, are they just going to flick a switch suddenly? I, I don't really see it. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get, obviously, a couple guys, Pogba and others like that. Uh, back, but yeah, they had 28 percent possession against Bayern Munich. I mean, that's really pitiful. Their their manager was, you know, all in their ear the whole time. I, I'm not I'm not running to the window to lay 2.5, one to 2.5 on on United right now. I don't care if it's at home or where it is. Leicester, I think they could be a decent live dog here in the first game of the season. We had Newcastle yeah. host Tottenham. Uh, yeah. What do you make? What do you make of this one? I, I, this is one of my favorite bets of the weekend. Tottenham, obviously, a team that rarely makes moves in the transfer window. They don't ever really get better. But you look at this current team, I think they're well-rested. They're off the, uh, the World Cup. They, they, I believe most of them are fit at this point. I think they trash Newcastle. Newcastle's a team that I think really could threaten to get relegated this year. They're a club that basically has a bad owner. Uh, he won't spend money. Uh, there's a lot of unrest in the club right now. The manager's not getting what he wants. There's a lot going on in this club that's not good for supporters. They're a team that came up last year, had a pretty good season. Wouldn't surprise me if they go down. I think they could be one of the, the, the threateners to go down here. They just sold away one of their better players and brought in a player from the championship that I just don't understand. Tottenham should be well-rested. If everyone's fit, I think it even money. They're a real nice play on, on Saturday to beat Newcastle United. You got an opinion on Burnmouth and Cardiff? Yeah, you know, Cardiff's a team that just came up last year. They had a great season in the championship from Wales. This this is like the yeah. bra- this is like the Jets and Lions money yeah, football that's owner. Burnmouth versus Cardiff. That's a good point, actually. But I'll tell you, but Bournemouth no one knows a ton about Bournemouth, but when their manager Eddie Howe took over, guys, they were ninety first in this country uh, as a club. They're up to you know, they were top 12 last year in this league. They can score goals. They don't keep goals out. But Cardiff's a bad side. I have them rated as the worst team in the league. I think they go right back down. Uh, I would look towards Bournemouth here at home. Cardiff's a team that I don't expect win a lot of games this year. They just don't have a lot of Premier League talent. And when you're moving up, you have to go out and try to buy those players. They haven't done that. They're just a, a team full of of second league players. I think they really struggle. They'll go right back down. I think Bournemouth will win this game. Pretty good goal scoring team. Uh, Fulham mm. and Crystal Palace. Crystal uh, Palace. Got a soft spot for Crystal Palace. Yeah, you because know, it sounds like a casino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does it sound like it sounds Palace? like my type of place. Should be like Crystal Palace. Should be like a casino in Vegas. <laughs> exactly. It sounds it really, like it really a place to be. be where you go where you go get high. Like it's like a 
Yeah, it could be. Yeah, whatever. It just yeah. sounds good. Whatever it is, I like it. As I was saying, big man, a casino. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. True, true. <laughs> yeah, it's, plus two twenty. Crystal has meanings to a lot of people. Yeah. I hear Crystal Palace. I'm thinking uh, casino. Big man's thinking uh, Walter White, and let, yeah. let's uh, let's sell some crystal to people. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the Crystal Palace. <laughs> what do you, what do you make of this match? Yeah, this is an interesting game. I have two teams from London here. Uh, you know, obviously, this is Crystal Palace, another team that they have the best player to me outside of the top six teams of Wolford Zaha. Problem is, Zaha might be sold. That that's one thing that they're looking. They're looking to move him. Uh, if they move him. Crystal Palace may get relegated this year. If they keep him, I think they could be a top-12 team. I haven't seen anything to think that he's going to be moved. I would take Crystal Palace at this price. I think they're a better side than Fulham. Fulham, a team that's just come up. They have some goal-scoring options, but their defense is a bit weak. They're still a championship side at the end of the day. Crystal Palace had some great lengths when they went last year. I mean, guys, this is a team that started out last year 0-7. They didn't score a goal in their first seven games. They didn't get relegated. They actually finished mid-table. It was pretty impressive what Roy Hodgson did. Uh, I think they're a pretty solid play here to maybe uh, find a way to win this one. I'd maybe look towards a, a draw, no bet here, but I think they can uh, yeah. win this match. Full and, I'm looking full at a draw. Power. Draw? Plus 230? I think a draw. Yeah. Well, you know, if you look, it's the second lowest odds of any draw, yeah. too. Yeah. So, the, so know, it the tells books, you something. Yeah, the book's sort of thinking it could be well, at plus 230. Uh, so I don't I don't know these next guys. Who the hell? Is Huddersfield. Yeah, they Huddersfield. must have got uh, promoted, not relegated. No, actually, actually they they were up last year. They actually got promoted the year before. They're a real small club up in uh, up in uh, you know up, up north, closer to Manchester. They're up there in Huddersfield. Up in Huddersfield. Up there in Huddersfield. Yeah, it's not far away from from Manchester. But they actually were up last year. They stayed up by the skin of their teeth. Yeah. Uh, they're a small club, small group. Uh, but Chelsea's having some major issues right now, guys. You got that they're, right. They're, no one I don't remember these guys. Team. I watched EPL. Yeah, yeah like Huddersfield, like the name doesn't, yeah. Well, so Chelsea just lost to Man City 2-0, right? They I looked never, awful. I never heard of Chelsea either. They do too. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, no, Chelsea, Chelsea, man, these guys underachieving oh, bastards. Yeah, yeah. These guys My neighbor's a big Chelsea fan. He's pissed. He's in a bad mood. When I, I always see Chelsea fans squawking on Twitter. Like they fired the their there. coach last year, which made no sense to me. I mean, this is a guy that won you the league two years ago, and you won the FA Cup last year. You brought in a guy that's fairly unknown out of Italy. Uh, you have, They don't even know where their goalkeeper is. The goalkeeper just didn't show up today. He's supposedly in Spain somewhere. No one even knows where he is. The, the big players on the team are not happy with current management. The coach has come out and disgusted. He doesn't even know where he's going to go with this side. Huddersfield's a bad side. This is most like, most likely going to be a pass for me because I think even the B team could probably beat Huddersfield, frankly. But uh, Huddersfield will be a team that go down. Uh, there's some decent bets if you have some of the books on who will go down exactly. I think Huddersfield will be a team that will be quickly shuffled out of, of, of league. I think the most yeah. intriguing matchup, you've got Arsenal <laughs> and Man City. And yeah. I know you're high on Arsenal coming into the year, not getting a lot of respect from the odds makers here playing mm -hmm. on their home pitch. Uh, plus 250, plus 260 draw, and then plus 100 uh, for Man City. So the Gunners uh, pay plus 250 to win this match. Uh, there's not a lot of respect no. at all for the Gunners here. No, they were they were absolutely dominating last year at home. They were great at home last year. So even with that bad side, they were still a decent home side. I think there's plenty of goals in this match. I, I don't see a lot of defense being played here. 
Arsenal's improved significantly. They have a new manager. We all know City's a team that's picked to win the league. I think we see at least 2-1 here. I'd be looking over goals, but I might take a shot with Arsenal. I'm very high on them. I think they're a much better side. I think defensively, they've improved a bit. They went out and got a new goalkeeper. I think just the overall feel of the team is, is excited again, and, and, and the fans are ready to go, and they think there's a top-four finish. I think maybe Ozil's going to have a chip on his shoulder too, right? I mean, sure, after the sure. summer and that he's, he's had and stuff, this is it. I mean, if he's not playing for Germany, this yeah. is it. That's all he has yeah. now. And, and another thing, that's a good point, Gabe. A lot of the players for Arsenal didn't play in the World Cup. I think they're fit. I think they're ready to go. They have a really good side, and I think you're right. He will play with a chip on his shoulder. He looked as if he had one during the preseason. They're a good side. It would not surprise me if Arsenal easily finished top four. I think they're a good team. Uh, I think this is a year where – I think four or five teams can win the Premier League this year. And I think Arsenal coming out right at home, this is a great matchup for them. I think they can get a result there. I found the odds of to be relegated. Cardiff is the yeah. favorite at minus 150. Huddersfield in the two-hole at plus 110. Fulham is plus 200. Watford plus 200. Good old Brighton plus 250. And Burnley plus 400. We got Burn, uh, Bournemouth at plus 450. Newcastle at plus 500. And good old Crystal Palace at plus 500 too. But uh, so Huddersfield plus 110 there. And Cardiff laying juice minus 150 to be relegated, big man. Yeah, I actually took, uh, you can actually pick, there are three teams that get relegated. I actually went with, you can actually choose the three. I went with Cardiff City, Huddersfield Town, and Watford. I went with those three. I got 16 to 1 on that. So, yeah, I think those two at the top are sure, and I think it's either going to be between Watford, Brighton Hove Albion, or, I don't know, maybe Southampton, but Watford's a bad side. They've sold off some players. They haven't won on the road. They have a lot of road games late in the season. They, they just they don't have a lot of great players. I think they're a team that could go down as well, but I think Cardiff and, and Huddersfield are, are for sure to go down. Jeff Nadu, you can follow him on Twitter, at uh, Jeff Nadu. You can uh, see him on the Sportsbook Review dot com youtube uh, page uh, big man on uh, campus thanks for the time uh, big man always a pleasure sorry for the uh, the technical hiccup earlier no problem gabe talk to you guys next week soon there's uh, a yeah, big have man a good on campus uh, with us yep. good stuff he knows a soccer buddy fortunately yeah he does fortunately we've gotten through the last uh, little while too without any any hiccups yeah that's good news buddy kind of hoping it was him that got knocked off yeah I, I was too i was too but you know we've, we had, can, we can, good... we've had a good run the last little while don't want to Jinx anything here? God, those lights are hot. Yeah, won't be missing those lights, Marenzi, while you're in New York. Yeah, the pressure. The pre- pressure's uh... <laughs> the pressure's getting to me. <laughs> man, they're hot. I don't know what kind of kind of bulbs you got in there, but man, they just burn through my skull. And you don't even have a, you don't have hair, so it's uh, pretty impressive that you're not sweating as much as me. No, I get tanned. Yeah, you get. T- that's a good point. It's like a tanning salon in here. No, I don't really think we're getting tan. I think it's just sort of hot. <laughs> we're just sweating and getting redder. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chelsea looked bad in that. Uh, I saw some of that uh, Man City beat them 2-0 uh, there, Maretzi. So Man City, though, they're the, they're the cream of the crop. But uh, Chelsea's uh, got, got a lot of uh, work to do. They haven't been looking very good. You know, um, it was Carabana over the weekend in yes, Toronto. Yes, it was. It's a big uh, Carabana uh, themed uh, festival, and it's funny because I saw, uh, you know, and I live right near in the area, so I can hear it all weekend and stuff. I've gone a few times. I didn't go uh, this year, but I tell people, I was telling people the other day, I said, yeah, man, like half the NBA is there. 
Well, yeah, LeBron James hosted that huge party. And once again, I see here it is. Yeah, LeBron James opened up the school in Akron on uh, Thursday, but uh, here he is. <laughs> here he is kicking it in Toronto. He's a busy guy. Yeah, basically, uh, here he is kicking it in Toronto. With uh, There's pictures of him with uh, Tristan Thompson. And... Uh, Tristan Thompson, of course, is with some chicks who aren't Kardashians. Yeah. I don't know what the deal. If this guy just has a free pass he's or a, something. Maybe he's a swinger. <laughs> that, that'd be pretty cool. You see where LeBron party? <laughs> you know that pavilion, Gabe? You've been down there, that area. It is absolutely massive. They have like they used to I know a club guy that you know too, like mutual friend. They used to have raves and all that sh shit down there. Like it is a crazy, crazy party area just before the lake there. Oh yeah. The LeBron James just took like took it over this oh, week. Oh, he rented it. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about think about that real estate to rent. Oh my god. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, half the NBA was there oh, partying, and I sure. bet you uh, the word basketball was never said once. <laughs> Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast, and remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. DFS baseball contest. Contest sponsored by DKMS. Looking for your help in a fight against blood cancer for many patients. A bone marrow transplant is the best chance for survival. 30% of patients can find a matching donor in their family. 70%, nearly 14,000 each year, must rely on strangers to donate. Find out how you can help the cause and win. 2018 World Series tickets playing free daily fantasy baseball by going to dailyroto.com slash DKMS. That's dailyroto.com slash DKMS. Your ticket to the World Series and a blood cancer patient's ticket to life. A great cause. It's a great organization, uh, DKMS. So uh, we encourage you to support it. And, uh, hey, you get to play free uh, free baseball. Yep. And I saw the video that you showed, too, of uh, the, the kid getting help, too. That was really nice, actually seeing things live, Gabe, in action instead of, you know, just putting the putting the face to it. Very, very important stuff. Exactly. So uh, speaking, uh, speaking of baseball, um, yeah, a brutal collapse last night. Yeah. And, I was on the Yankees. Pretty frustrating for me in a sense, and not as bad as what happened to Cam. We'll get the Cam story in a second, but I had the Red Sox and I had the under. I had under nine, and so it was one nothing for most. It was zero zero, and it was one nothing for most of the game. And the under nine seemingly was somewhat oh, yeah. of a lock. It was, and I could have cashed out for like four dollars less profit, and I did it because <laughs> I was like, whatever, man. Yeah. It's the I'm ninth inning. Exactly. I was like, I'm not going to give him four bucks. I might as well just keep it. And I actually left. I didn't see it. It was 4-1 yep. in the ninth. I was like, well, I'm going to lose the Red Sox. I'll get the split. I'll hit the under. 
I left, and these stupid baseball games take so long. Oh, Yankees, Red Sox, they, they got the, yeah, it's like five hours. Yeah, even when they don't score, I know. somehow it takes a long time. Oh, I know. The pitchers, well, you saw Tanaka and Price, they were milking. It was long. taking like an hour for yeah. two innings last night. Oh, yeah, for ridiculous. sure. Ridiculous. Oh, I know. A lot of foul tips, and the pitchers really, really taking their time. Like That's the baseball, problem. Baseball, guys, it yeah. is a problem. It, 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 yeah, it is because. It's like, guys, just hurry the hell up. You know what I mean? Stop going to the mound every second time. Everything's so slow. But it's just these two teams for some reason. Like, whenever they play, man, these Sunday night games or Saturday Fox games, uh, it always they, turns into this, yeah, like, seven-hour marathon. They love it, though. They know they're going to get ratings with Boston, New York, and they milk it as long as they can go before football season, you know? Yeah, so I didn't even know I came back. That's craziness. And I actually changed the channel because I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I left. I went to the uh, I went to the store. I was gone for about half an hour, and it took that long. I came back, and uh, I sat down, and I swear, Cam, I, I didn't have it on the baseball game. Yeah. And uh, being the professional that I am, I sat down and uh, logged on to my computer and uh, wanted to look up uh, Monday's baseball for DFS and everything. Yeah. So I was like, ah, let me just get a head start on Monday. And when I popped up the scoreboard, it said 4-4. <laughs> I was like, what the what hell? hell's going on here? Yeah, so I grabbed the remote control right away. I'm like, oh, 4-4. Then I realized, I was like, wow, I could lose both the Red Sox and the under suddenly. But it was a pretty good scenario for me. I ended up getting the push with the 9, and then I win the Red Sox bet. You, on the other hand, had a big play on the Yankees to close out a parlay. Yeah, I did. I Actually, it was multiple parlays, Gabe. I did round robin during the day with Atlanta, the Dodgers, Seattle, all sorts of teams that actually won the White Sox. Can you believe it? The White Sox swept uh, Tampa Bay. Crazy stuff happened, and I'm looking. I'm like, this thing pays huge. It was actually going to be about 1400 1500 So I, I did the math, and I'm like, I believe Tanaka's going to pitch well, but I only put – I didn't do a proper hedge. I only put a few hundred on Boston. And I was sitting there the whole game. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't put on, like, you know, over half of it on Boston. Good stuff, Cam. And then that, that the math didn't make sense once uh, they came back. And, yeah, it ended up costing me close to $1,500, $1,600 with all the round robins. I had a six-game parlay and a five-game parlay. Yankees were the closer. Unfortunately, on the book that I did it with, there was no cash-out option. It was brutal. This, this Yankees team, and Big Man brought up a good point, despite, uh, you know, Chapman, He's a guy that usually locks it down, but Andahar at third base, he was bad all night, Gabe. All balls ate him up. There was a couple earlier, too, you know, a routine ground ball. He's backing up instead of not attacking the ball. Boom, right in there. Boston is threatening. Another ball, throw to first baseman, everything was off. So I can understand, you know, once in a while, a a closer as good as Chapman. You know, you you worry about him. He throws smoke and gas, but uh, it's the base on balls. But I'll tell you, man, the Yankees' defense is absolutely atrocious, too. Tanaka pitched a great game. He made one mistake to Mookie Betts. And who doesn't make a mistake to Mookie Betts? You're right. The defense well, is, they suck. is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. For you. That's yeah, like we, Cincinnati we see, Reds defense, man. Yeah, but we see it's a common pattern. I was talking yeah. with Mike Cardano about this across the league. Look at the Mets can't play defense. Oh, no, they the can't. The Yankees can't play defense. The Blue Jays don't play defense. You're right. And it's almost acceptable now. It's like, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, the guy's a jarhead out there, but he hits 22 home runs, so we'll yeah. accept it. It's a great point. But in the old days, you would miss the cutoff, man. Now yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a natural thing. I'm watching the Reds play. I'm like, what the fuck? What are these guys doing? Like, in the old days, you'd be benched for that stuff. And they're not even getting yelled at. Guys basically, are advancing Cam, two bases on horrible, horrible relays. It's almost like Little League now, though, in the yeah. sense that if you're, if you're a third base coach, just tell the guys, just go. Send them. Yeah. Send them. The chances that these yeah. idiots are going to be able to Great throw point. it from right field, hit the cutoff, man. Excellent. Perfect throw. Perfect throw Excellent. to the plate. The catcher point. even catching it. 
I watch baseball every night, Cam. It's crazy. You'll see it. Like, even the Cubs who were good. Alan Hansen was on first base. Hendricks tried to pick him off and hit him. Yep. The ball rolled into the outfield. The Cubs sort of stood around for a second, yeah. watching it roll out there. Then Byaz was like, holy shit. And then Hansen like, ran around the bases. <laughs> then, of course, like, they threw it home. The throw was, was offline. Off. Yep. Like, no, you're right. The because they never do it anymore yeah. either. I say it all the time. Like, dude, if CCC Sabathie's on a hill or something, like Bartolo Colon, just bunt. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know why these guys, like, you make the other team make a play. You know what I mean? Like, in the National League, growing up, National League, even playing small you, ball, exactly. that was sort of the thing. Make them make a play. Get a guy on first. Let's steal second. Bunt. Let's see if the pitcher can field a bunt and throw it the first successfully. In today's yeah. day and age, half of them can't. The, the we end, know that John yeah. Lester can't, right? There's so many of these guys that can't. You're right. They can't do it. Like, they're not ready for it. How many and, times do we watch the plays of the week? The pitcher fields a bunt and throws it 20 feet yeah. over the... Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rager Radio continues. A little problem uh, with the, uh, the overall Sun, S- Sun SIP soft phone system today. <laughs> it's soft. That's what it is. Yeah. Soft phone? Sun, Sun SIP Sip. soft phone. Sun, that's what it is. Sip. Sun SIP soft phone. Sun SIP soft phone. Yeah. Sounds like a Japanese baseball team. Uh, I does, play for does, Sun SIP soft phone. It sounds like one of these teams I bet on it for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm laying it down on Sunset yeah, Software. I don't know. They're like, Software. I'm not sure if you're going to keep on betting them with their uh, communication problems. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, our systems are very no, good. But they are. Every good. once in a while, and when it rains, it pours. This is what happens. We're sort of, and, and to be honest, there, there was day. actually a major storm in our area earlier. Yeah, but very muggy. And I, don't wet. Think, I don't think that's the deal. I don't know. I think just sort of everything needs to be rebooted. Yeah. You know, soft phone reboot. Yeah, rebooted, restarted. Reboot but soft I'm, phone. I'm talking everything. Yeah, like you know what I mean. You know the drill. We're gonna turn everything off, turn everything back on. And Maybe in the next commercial break, we'll uh, shut her down. I don't really want to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at you like, yeah, I don't know. Think we can make it? Yeah, it's kind of like going through the river. You know, there's gators and snakes, but I think we can get to the other side. Well, I try not to get too upset about this. What yeah. do you get? What can you do? Nothing. You there's I mean? nothing we can do about it. it. Does, you know. I don't. I don't know. Like I, I don't, you know, there's te- technology is strange. Yes, where it's been very, very good actually. The system's been. Uh, if you've noticed, we really haven't a lot, had a lot of problems over the yeah. last couple of months. Yeah. But um, today, there's just there. There's been an issue uh, once or twice. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. The system. Get no, the system knows you're leaving, and it's like pissed. It's like kind of, kind of yeah. like a friend saying, "You're abandoning me and leaving me with Cam." Yeah. <laughs> 
No, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, just, I'll be I honest. To throw that out there. I'll be honest. Is uh, yeah, exactly. They're, yeah, this is making Cam very worried too. He's like, oh, oh I know, I know. Seriously, I just talked to Cardano. Things are going to be smooth. I'm going to get a, a new computer that's not a kid's machine. You know, I got IT friends of the program going to help me come come along, Gabe. I don't know. No, I don't know. I've yeah. noticed uh, my computer the last few days. It's been a little choppier. Really? Yeah. Choppy waters. Yeah. So it maybe it needs. Uh, I don't know, dude. I beat the hell out of these things, right? You so, sure do. Who knows, man? You know, it, it is. It he's is a good fighter, is. though. He's on every night. It is. It is what it is. Yeah, no, this this can. Well, there's been some maintenance to go into this. We've put like four or five hundred bucks into him to keep him going. Well, you know, with a car, Gabe, you got to give it an oil change exactly. every five thousand. The machine needs. Uh, it needs uh, its fuel too. To be shut down. I figure we could probably maybe get another year. Eventually, like. Yeah. Good upgrade. Next time it dies, uh, I'll probably let it die. I can only resuscitate this so many times. <laughs> He's on his deathbed. Yeah. Do not resuscitate. No, like it's this. Bye bye, Apple. This computer's been fried twice yeah, and you, been brought to the shop <laughs> twice and saved twice. It's like my brother's buddy hit yeah, by lightning twice. He's alive. At the expense of like two hundred and seventy-nine dollars, <laughs> hundred and seventy-nine here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I might buy a new machine. Yeah, eventually it's like all right, we've we've got to let it go. Yeah. Uh, eventually. All right. So as I was saying, yeah. So uh, nice, nice email from uh, from old man, uh, or tweet. Excellent email. Excellent email uh, about the time. So yeah, I was talking about Jeff Fisher. Just we got knocked out. So yeah, Jeff Fisher and Jeff Del Rio it was Monday Night Football, and um, and these idiots. So in the NFL, the referee went over to Jeff Fisher, and Fisher was suspicious right away. Hey, right, Fisher might be not be the best coach in modern right. NFL, but he knows a, something's going he's on. He's a funny guy, yeah. and he's a hard ass too. Right, so. Fisher sees the ref come over to him, and Fisher's like, uh, well, you know, what's up? What do you want? Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of. <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah, there was no reason. Like, kind of the ref comes up to Fisher, and uh, the ref goes, hey, coach, uh, listen. He goes, uh, this game has gone pretty fast, and uh, we need to we need to go to a couple commercial breaks before the game's over. Yeah. And he goes, the league just told me. You know what I mean? The ref was like, he told the point. If you ever wonder, he's like, yes. Yeah, the league talks to me. Yeah, the yeah. league, yeah. Yeah. So if well, I was wondering, everything's on the up and up, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he even, on, said, he even said, yeah, the league just asked me yeah. if I could um, get a couple of timeouts in here so we can get some commercials in. And he said, could you, <laughs> could you call timeout? He said, will you call timeout? And Fisher lost it. Yeah, it's not Fisher, his job to give them money. The Fisher was lead, they were leading the game. And Fisher's like, I'm not calling timeout. He goes, I want to get out of here. He goes, there's four minutes left. It's, it's, yeah. He goes, it's 34-7. He goes, how the F am I going to call a timeout? <laughs> he goes, what, why would I call a timeout? Like, he was basically. I, I'm with Fisher. It's yeah. not his job to make like that Fisher, network money. Like, Fisher asked him, yeah. and what yeah. reason would I have to exactly. call a timeout? You know, basically, he's like, I don't want to. And then he even said, he goes, I don't want to punt and extend this game. He goes, I just want to get the F out of yeah. here. And he's like, you know, let's just get this over. Then he goes, I'm not calling a timeout. <laughs> the referee goes over to the other side yeah. to, to, to ask to Jack Jack Del Rio. <laughs> and he said, listen, I, you know, we, we need you to call a timeout. Fisher won't do it. And uh, Del Rio, being the company guy that he is. I'll call a timeout. He said, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and Del Rio called timeout. Yeah. You know, so but you know what is Del Rio got another job after, right? Yeah. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you sorta 
Fisher was at the end of the line, though. I That's don't right. care, I don't care if he care. pissed off the network. Yeah. I'm glad he said that, though, because it's not his obligation to listen to them. Sorry, guys. And here's another thing. At the end of the broadcast, just run more commercials. Go an extra two minutes or whatever. It's not my job as a coach to listen to a, the television network to tell me what to do. I'm on Fisher's side. But it is a pro- It is kind of proof, yeah. though, that TV does manipulate sports yes, broadcasts, they right? they do. They do. Which also... You know, leads you to believe is what else is the league telling the ref to do during games? It's a great point. You know, is, you know, th- th- that's what happens too. You know, we've talked about this like in the NBA, in which people often believe in the NBA that um, you know that the league is the most manipulated league that they, you know they they want for TV. TV controls everything, and basically, like Tim Donahue, I've spoken to him, and he said, "No, it's not like the league tells the refs before on the game day." make sure this team loses but what they do is they'll emphasize what a certain team does yes and they won't emphasize another team so like the nba will tell the look referees at Cle- look at cleveland and lebron look at all the things yeah exactly. no, the, the nba yeah. referees yeah. will say listen like if it's the raptors versus the Cavs, the nba the boss of the referees essentially who's their boss will say yeah we're watching the tape guys and Raptors are getting away with too much yeah. fouls. You really, you've really got to hunker down. The Raptors are just fouling too much. Don't let them play so aggressive. It's out of control. And then bing, bing, bing. So <laughs> that's the league's way of letting them know who they really want to win. Yeah, correct. They'll tell them, yeah, this guy's traveling all the time. You know, let's say, like, the Blazers are coming too close to knocking yeah. off the Warriors. Yeah. They'll just tell the ref, yeah, listen, Damian Lillard or McCollum always travels. When he inbounds the ball, he travels. So just, you know, if it comes up, you know what I mean, just call it. Right? You know, we want to emphasize the rules. They'll do the same thing in the NHL, too. They'll sort of say, this team is getting yeah. away with this too much. You know, make sure they don't do that. I remember when the Arizona Coyotes. Vegas, yeah, yeah definitely, Vegas, definitely. Vegas got the benefits of the calls. Let's be real. Oh, good. definitely. This year. they got the LA Kings in the how playoffs. Many ta- how many, uh, yes, yes. And how many times did they get on, like, on, on power plays at key times in games? Like, that seri- the, like, the like series it, with it, the Jets. Benefited, everything. Everything benefited yes. Gary Bettman yes. in the NHL that Vegas did well. And remember when Arizona was so bad and the league was like, everyone's like, get rid of these losers. Stop them there i used to watch their games game and they were like dogs all the time they get five on threes more than anybody the league was trying to help them despite being pathetic because they needed them to be competitive to save their ass yeah because they basically said this team's going to be hanging around yeah and what they'll do is they're not going to tell the rap no you can't say they're not going to let this team win but they'll they're not going to say make sure phoenix gets a, a fair game wink wink they'll just say exactly hey the San Jose Sharks are always tripping people. Yeah. And they're getting away with it too much. Call it tonight. Yep. And it's your boss telling you to do it, right? So, like, the refs sort of don't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's why, if you'll notice, in the NBA, in the NHL, it's always the same guys in big games. And it's not really the, the fact that, oh, they're the best refs. No, they're the ones that the league trusts the most to sort of get their message across. I mean, you, you see it time and time and time again. Everybody's got a mandate, Gabe. You, you know it. And the bottom line is, yes, there are certain, hate to say it, in every league there's certain teams that the league probably, they, we, they, they profit from, and other teams you don't want to get a sniff. We saw it, um, and our technical difficulties are turning out to be good for the listeners right now because we're never taking That's the That's the thing. Breaks. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> You bring up gra- excellent points. We always get screwed. <laughs> I, know, we d- 
I'm just sweating my ball. ball. My, my earphones like are so the, wet, they're a lake. Like the two times that we've had an issue, it's always like right before the break. I and know. Both times they respond, no, oh, just go through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What is this, commercial break, break. Uh, free day? That's right. Carnado's commercial gonna free. Cardano's going to have a heart attack. Yeah, so. I want to hear Frank Thomas. we got bills to pay. I need some of that stuff. So do Eugenics. I. Eugenics, I'm, sign me up. Yeah, I want to be like Frank. Yeah, when I get, Frank's when, right. We got to get some. We got to get a deal or something. I would like some product. Yeah, I could use some. I'm over forty. My testosterone is obviously taking a hit. <laughs> I'm nearly I'm fifty. Not, I know you're actually doing pretty good, Gabe. Kind of hand it to you for the way you live too. All doing all the shows, you're really hanging in there. Yeah, I don't. You're look, a genetic I, warrior. I don't look my age. No, you look younger than your age, definitely. I'm not saying I look ultra young. No, I'm not saying you look young, but you look younger than your age. I'm a bigger man, so you always look a little bit older. But if you notice, when I shave, I look a hell of a lot younger. Like when I have my beard, people are like, ooh, here comes old man Cam. But when I shave, I look like at least five or six years younger. Yeah, the shaving. Yeah, the shaving. Safe. I'm going to start shaving more because there's no need to age right now. You know, it's going to happen anyway, so I might as well try to stay young. Yeah, but in the future, you'll be at home. You'll be able to do the show at home. You won't have to shave anymore. Yeah, great point, Gabe. Well, I don't really have to shave here anyway, too. No, no, but, but you're still in public you, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to be all scruffy all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're still in public well, you're and still stuff. still on the train. Yeah, that's you know true. I mean? yeah. There's Cam Stewart. Yeah. It's like Mr. Burns in his office there, remember, with his nails and his beard? Smithers. He had, he had tissue boxes as shoes. I don't know During when the it was. Casino with Gambler. I don't know when it was because we, you know, we don't. It's not like we're never not on very often. But <laughs> once I wasn't on for like five days or something. I think it was some yeah. holiday. The let studio it, let was it go. closed or whatever. And yeah. I remember I saw Robin Black on the street, and he was all freaked out. He was like, you know, I've never seen you not shave before. Like basically, because it was five days of, yeah. and I, because he saw me every day on TV. That's right. And I said, wow. You know, not on TV, so I really don't care. Suddenly, yeah. even when we were doing Red Heat and Rage for an hour, I remember that one time you let it go a bit, and you looked a lot scarier. Yeah, exactly. Like you look more of yeah, a street yeah. tough. Like when you're yeah. shaving, you're like, yeah, you kind of got a look in your eye that you could be like dangerous. But when you shave, it's like really, like you really look like that scalper I know. outside the building that really wants to rip somebody off. No, exactly. Like <laughs> just I, the truth, buddy. It doesn't take much. I do like facial look, hair yeah. makes you goony. I know. It turns you into a real goon. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've never seen. I remember I've only seen you once with like let like growth like that. I was like, oh my god, what's Marenzi up to there? Because you like to keep it shaven, right? When we were on tour with Homicide, I let it go. You let you let it go a bit. That'll look yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be clean shaven. Just gotta tell you, it was itchy up there. It's oh, it's the worst, us. buddy. I got a beard cooking. Oh man, you gotta understand. In the heat, it's itchy. The problem is now if I let if I let it grow, I don't like it because uh, then I see the gray. Yeah, no play for Mr. Gray. I got but it. In then my I realize yeah. I'm like, ooh, a little silver here. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Gotta so. hand it though. They say the redheads, the gingers were the last to go. If you notice in my beard, you only see like a trickle of white. Where I got a head of hair yeah. too. You're not gonna. You're gonna have your hair until you're, you're in your 60s. I got too thing. much hair, Gabe. I almost want like a middle ground. Like you, you need a little, and I, I want to go in the middle. I got hair everywhere. Yeah. It sucks in the heat, man. Like I'm dying right now. God, uh, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and you turn off the lights too. You're right. These commercial breaks, they're. Uh, we're free, man. We're just rocking and rolling. Great. Good stories. Uh, Craig Martin <laughs> says, keep an eye, guys, on uh, guys that are trying to get into the Ryder Cup. Good call. Performing under major championship nerves a good selling point. Like Kevin Na, Kyle Stanley, I like Kisner, Kyle, and Kyle, Zach Johnson. Kyle Stanley is in really good form, too. Like, ball striking, nobody was better. Like he said, avoid. Craig Martin says, avoid DeChambeau. Yeah. I don't well, know, De- DeChambeau got a little bit of golf uh, karma over the weekend after being a jackass in Europe. Yep. 
Yep, yeah, he gagged in the tournament, was a complete jackass, and finished at the bottom of uh, the tournament. And as for Justin Thomas, Gabe, there's something to be said. He wins in bunches. This is the thing about Justin Thomas. Like, I'm probably not going to take him at 14 to 1 in the PGA Championship, but I think it's a very good bet if people want to. When he went to the Sony, remember in Hawaii, you had to have the Tournament of Champions and then Kapalua and all the other stuff? Justin Thomas wins in bunches. He likes to go back to back. All right, let's check in uh, on the odds right now. So you can take a look at Justin Thomas this week? Yeah, I, I like him, but there's other guys I'm going to go with. I'm going to at that. It's kind of throwing me for a loop. I'm going to go with uh, probably today. Kepka. It's my first guy at uh, 20, I think. Right, Dustin Johnson's favorite in the 8-1 to one range. Roy McIlroy's 12-1. to one. Justin Thomas, 14-1. to one. Brooks Kepka 20-1. to one. Jason Day, 20-1. to one. Jordan Spieth, 20-1. to one. Justin Rose, 22 to 1, but Rose had to withdraw last week with back spasms, back so problem. it's hard to trust him. Yeah. Ricky Fowler, 22 to 1, hard to he, trust him. He can't put her, he can't put it together for four rounds. Uh, Tiger Woods. No thanks. Yeah, can't wait to watch him play for $10 million. God, a uh, yeah, rough weekend for Tiger. Come on, him against Phil, really? Oh, Phil, you see Phil now? Oh, uh, see Phil? Well, it's uh, you got to see what's going on. It's all all over the place. He's got he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. So he put out like a go Phil Mickelson dance video. You're not even going to believe this stuff. He was he was hitting shotscape and dancing and twirling all over the golf course. Like he's trying to be like Mr. Good Guy now. Like all it was was like they weren't even talking about Justin Thomas for the tournament. It was Phil Mickelson's dance moves the whole time. Yeah, he's got this video. Are you seeing it? It's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah, he's dancing a lot. He, he was do, doing it for Amanda Balionis and showing the video. And, you know, it's, uh, I saw him even on Sky Sports talking to the British guy, promoting his video, yeah, his dance video. Is he going to wear his, uh, his collared, uh, collared shirt? Yeah. Probably. Is he going to wear that? Uh, I, I would assume him to wear golf gear at Dancing with the Stars. He'll wear some, no, what do you wear? Some, like, leather, uh, leather alligator shoes with some nice slacks and a golf shirt. Sounds about right. That sounds like Phil, KPMG. Yeah, see, I told you, buddy. I told you. That's Phil. So the whole weekend, after the debacle where he cheats, and then back-to-back -back weeks, have you noticed what has happened, like his PR campaign? Hey, Phil, go out and do something funny for the people. Like, change it. like, come on, man. How's the timing of all this stuff? Is anybody not thinking? Like, this is like when a guy had horrible PR now. Well, oh, he's such a he's such a funny guy. Pretty hard to consider betting on him after watching this. Oh, I agree. It's pretty bad, yeah. Just, the best is he says he's got great moves. I'm like, really? Like I, That's not great moves. No, that's not. You've seen me dance, and I'm smoother than that. Like, that's on. that's not great moves. No, no, that's that's bad white guy moves right there. Like dancing. Horrible. Horrible moves. Horribly moving. Yep, that was this weekend, Gabe, so I watched that video about 30 times while I was watching golf. But uh, anyway, it's a story for another day. I won't be betting on Phil. No, I'm not interested in <laughs> Phil now. Um, our man Dan Daly's preview is up over at VegasInsider.com. We kind of got thrown off. Normally he would join us on Wednesday under this uh, circumstances. But um, yeah, um, there's no interest in Phil Mickelson uh, this week. Uh, Ricky Fowler at 22-1. to 1. You know, Cam, at some, you know, maybe at some point Ricky Fowler's going to win a major. I'm not going to be betting on him, so I'll probably not be on it when yeah, he does. Really, at this point, I know he's popular, and I know he sort of hangs around, but even his, his top tens are sort of back doors, right? They're never really, oh, he was right there and he was going to win. You know, it's to the point where Ricky Fowler really should be in the 35, 45 to 1 range yeah. instead of the 18 to 22. You know, excellent point, Marcy. And another thing is this weekend, a perfect example. He has a really low round, puts himself back in the tournament. What does he do? 
blows up with like a 75. The guy can't keep it together. He has a horrible round, great round. Horrible round, great round. And that's the thing. He's he's actually a risk for these top 10 bets too because his odds are so high. He sits there, game, and when he gags, he gags. Like a good golfer usually, you know, they, they, they plot along and take bogeys. Ricky's one of those guys, a lot of triples in the bag. You know, doubles, doubles, triples, triples. He doesn't maximize danger very well. He tries to hit, do hero shots, and they don't work a lot of the time. So he's an all-or-nothing type of guy. I don't want any part of him. Hell, he might he might be top five or ten, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not betting him. Um, we talked about. Uh, uh, we talked. Let's talk about Justin Thomas a little bit at uh, fourteen to one. You say that uh, he's a streaky golfer. Very streaky, in in a, in a good way. Like he's he's so dangerous. And this is a he's the defending PGA champion too, Gabe. He won his last major at the PGA Championship. Looked great this week. Like when guys like Rory and Jason Day. Rory was driving the ball well. He can't putt. Jason Day had a two-way miss, which is a very concern, concerning thing going into... Is this guy uh, really going to be able to win two weeks in a row like yes, this? Yes. Yes, he is. Definitely. And now that he, because he won, we're not really getting any value at 14. That's the that's, problem. That's one thing. I would prefer him at around... He should be 22 to 1. Uh, I was thinking about 18, 20. Yeah. 20, 20 about 25. <laughs> You're, well, can I bet at your book, please, Gabe? <laughs> yeah, the same book that offers three rock uh, curling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's an amazing book. No, I, I tell you, Justin Thomas is a guy that is not afraid to do really well, and he, he is streaky. When he wins, he tends to win again or finish very high. I think he's a dangerous, dangerous pick. Probably out of the guys, Brooks Kepka at 20 to 1. You know, I, I see him contending, and Justin Thomas, I think, is going to be right there as well. I think he's a lock for a top 10 bet. Uh, Rory McIlroy just hasn't won. In he's so looking long. very close, Gabe. I, I yeah, watched I him this he's weekend. Close. No, but the difference between Ricky and McIlroy is night and day. No, I know. McIlroy is driving the ball 400 yards straight, and actually, you know, putting the ball on the green within. He's got to hit some more putts. That's a real concern. Rory McIlroy's flat stick. It's uh, it's not very good for for a guy of uh, his caliber. But uh, I I think he's a very dangerous player this week. But I will not be betting him at 12 to one. No, thank you. Not enough. Brooks Kepka 20 yes. to one. Yes, he was on my betting card. Kepka's always in the mix. Yes, he is. He is in the mix. I like him for a top last, 10 bet. Um, in the last five majors, he's got two wins and three top 10s. Pretty impressive. It is impressive. And, uh, you know, books are starting to catch on. We used to get Kepka at 28, 32. Now he's in the 20 to range because they're not stupid. Uh, I think this course sets up for Brooks Kepka. He murders the ball long and straight. Has a great wedge game. When his putter's on, he's the, one of the best players in the world. He's always good at majors always shows up Gabe I think it's a really good spot for him at Bellarive in St. Louis Brooks Kepka 20 to 1 I think it's a great top 10 bet if you don't want him to win it's frustrating they don't have the uh, to make the cut props up uh, just yet yeah that's the thing you got, probably got to wait till tonight or tomorrow for that stuff Dustin right? Johnson I'm not going to mess with to me it's just never worth the odds I left him out of the make the cut parlay in the last major and he didn't make the cut this one's different uh, that cor course in Scotland J Dustin Johnson can't plot his way around a course he's not a thinking man's golfer it'd be different at the BJ championship game he could step up and rip it 400 yards straight down the pipe I still don't like him at 8-1 to one. Uh, you gotta be giving me more than 8-1 to one in a golf tournament with Rory McIlroy Justin Thomas Kepka Day Spieth Rose Fowler Rom like all Fleetwood hell Fleetwood at 28-1 to one. you know what I mean like you gotta Dustin Johnson we know how good he could be Gabe you should have seen him on Sunday he was not even in contention in this tournament he went out and shot like 6-7 under like he came out of the gate and could have actually won the tournament from like 39th place that's how good he can be 
but I still can't take eight to one in a major. No, I need more. Both you and Dan Daly warned me and told me to stay away from a deck match. He's a to cold. Make the cut. He's a cold golfer right now. I don't even. I, but you I, don't like him coming into no, this week. I don't like him any week anymore. He used to be probably one of my favorite golfers. He's sixty to one, but I still can't bat him at sixty to one. I don't see anything. Like I don't see what he's doing, Gabe. Like you know what I mean? Like he's playing these tournaments. He's not even close to the lead now. Sure, he can make a cut, but he's not in contention. When Justin Thomas is 16 under par and Hideki's like minus three, like he's still 10, 15 shots back. Like it's just his game needs a lot of work. It's crazy because he's one of the best ball strikers. His putting is kind of like Rory, it's his, but his putting is atrocious. Like it's not even PGA level. Uh, Tony Finau has uh, been good in, in all the majors so far this year. T10. Love that pick too, Gabe. Tony Finau, what's he do? Well, Big Frankenstein bombs it. He has a very good, uh, for a big man, he has a soft touch. It always comes down to putting with all these guys, like Finau, Hideki. That's what separates the great golfers from guys who are just, uh, you know, going to win some money. But at 40 to 1, I think Finau is definitely worth a look at top 10. You've seen him. Look at his majors, Gabe. He's always there. He's at every single type of course, too, in Scotland, regular golf, links golf. Tony Finau, watch out for this guy. Very, very close to coming through. So uh, Dustin Johnson's favored this week. Yep. He is, 8-1. to one. I wonder if you ask the casual fan, who's Dustin Johnson's pretty much, oh, you know, he's always favored every week. How many majors has this guy won in his career? A couple. One. He's got one? Oh, yeah, he only, only won the U.S. Open, right? He has one. Pe- yes, he has one major. That's right. He, well, he actually could have had three, but they took him. Remember when he could've. got caught for ground at the club? Now, yeah. That wasn't his fault. The rules officials, no. they threw I'm him just, under the bus. I'm just saying. I know, he could win more. I'm I, just saying for a guy that has so much hype around him, not like he wins yeah. majors a lot. He's won no. once. He wins a lot, but you're right. The majors, he needs more in his resume for sure. I'm not taking the eight one. Not enough. Mike Florio working the board. Burr, 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 burr. Mike's back. <laughs> Game time. He's a horn for you. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did a little uh, reboot yep. during the break. Reboot, there. reboot. South phone, reboot. I don't know. I don't really have a strong ultra feel on the tournament coming into no. this week, actually. It's also, hard. it's Monday. You know what I mean? We start to get that vibe kicking around. Like, I do like some guys that I, I don't think I'm going to change my opinion of, like Justin Thomas and... Uh, Kepka, your boy uh, Daly is pretty good. He likes Jason Day. The only issue with Day, Gabe, that I have was with was the two-way miss that I saw on Sunday. Like, he gets out of a lot of danger, but man, like you want to talk about spraying it off the tee? He's he's an escape artist, like Houdini, one of the best in the business. Jason Day. It's amazing to me what scores he can make for driving the ball so poorly. But he also hits it a ton when he's on. Ooh, man, he murders it for his size. Holy mother. When we rebooted everything, I had to uh, yeah. sign in to, um, to sign out and stuff. Like, I'm getting pretty sick of this Hotmail Microsoft shit. Yeah. Earlier in the day, I log in. I'm on yeah. my um, 
I'm on my computer for like 30 seconds. Like, uh, your session has expired. Yeah, I know. It's like, what are you talking about? My session has expired. I've been on for here for about, uh, I've been on for about a minute. And uh, now, same crap, man. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of, um, you know, security breaches and emails about this yeah, password crap shit. Now, it's They're annoying. Like, someone's trying to get into your yeah. email. No, it says. It's, no, it's, my, it's my email. I know. It never ends. It now happens with it. my buddy in my fantasy league, too, because we share a team. The guy drives me nuts every day. Oh, new password. Send this code in. Pfft. Ridiculous. Microsoft accounting. Hate technology. So do I. I'm the one that actually has to go through this right now. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be going through it, too. It's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be happening, right? It's making me more nervous, to be honest with you. Because blah 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 blah. Screw off. Yeah, I'm not the. I'm not the, when I'm looking at the golf. Tiger Woods is another guy. Gabe, just watching what I saw, what he was, what he did this weekend. He looked like a an older guy. He looked exhausted. Um, really, really tough, tough final round. He was spraying it everywhere. I know people are cheering for him, but. You know, it's going to take a while. The PGA Championship's a really hard tournament to get your game back. I don't, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. So that, those are the things I'm looking at. There's a lot of, lot, lot of guys under the radar, like Thorbjorn Olison, great pick by you on DraftKings. He's 75-1. to 1. The guy finished second in the tournament. He's somebody you should look at. If you're looking at real crazy odds, you know, a Tyrell Hatton, even for a top 10 bet, he's a guy that seems to be doing quite well, plus 750. That's like major, major value. And I think Tommy Fleetwood is... Almost a lock for plus 10. At plus 260, he seems to be a guy that he's always in the mix. So you talk about guys who do well in the tournament. And Patrick Cantlay, watch out. This guy is actually really another top 10 for him, T6. He is trending upwards, too, and he's uh, plus 350 to finish top 10 in this tournament. So a lot of value. We'll go over all this stuff there. But there, I find a lot of guys in the top 10 are, are going to be good value plays, Gabe, getting over 3-1. to one. Francisco Molinari's had a great uh, yeah, year. But not the course for him, I don't think. figure eventually he's going to cool off. We talked about yeah. Justin Rose. Justin Rose uh, Justin Rose got injury uh, issues. Had, to, had yeah. to withdraw from the WGC. Hard to uh, hard to trust somebody that's got a back uh, issue. Yeah, back. Going, yeah. Into a, uh, going into a course in which it's also a bomber's course. Yeah. Have to eliminate Justin Rose, unfortunately, this week. Watch yeah. him win. But yeah, yeah, I know. I know what they say. Beware of the the hurt golfer, the injured golfer. But I'm not sure if the PGA Championship's the one for Justin Rose. He's more of a U.S. U.S. Open type grinder type of guy, and also Open Championship. I could see him doing well, and which he did at those tournaments. But I'm not going to take him this week either. He needs longer odds than what he what he's got. And Tiger Woods. Listen, yeah. t- Tiger Woods is obviously the most hyped player in the world still yep. all the time. All it takes. You know, it's like the other night, Johnny Manziel completed a 20-yard pass, and people freaked out yeah. and basically got all excited. It's the same thing with Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods plays a round, good round or two, and then, oh, he's back, and, and then the hype. You know, we've seen him. There's been a couple of tournaments over the last couple of weeks. He's been one of the higher – he's been one of the co-favorites. And he's been right there this yeah. past weekend because he's won here eight times before. Now, again, he's sort of – considered one of these in the top six in the odds yeah he's, he's right there but no it's a major guys it's asking too much it's asking too much to win a major he's gonna win one of these sort of just nondescript tournaments at some point and then maybe may, maybe after that he can win a major again but gabe i hate to say it i don't think he's winning a major he could no. maybe you know just fall ass backwards we, into it but we, we said no we the odds go down every day basically like next year it'll be even harder and then the next year like Maybe once the Masters or the British Open. Is that's, about, that's about it. Yeah, because he doesn't have the he doesn't have the straightness and length off the tee. But it'd be a big to win at a PGA just to win again. Yeah, 
Just winning again would be big. I'm going to tell you. I'd be impressed if he won any tournament. You know what? That's why I'm not impressed with him. Okay, what, are you going to play Phil Mickelson now? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's not like these guys are on top of the game. Like, Phil Mickelson isn't on top of the golf world. Tiger Woods hasn't won since 2013. And then you guys are going to be on TV playing for $10 million. Who cares? You know what I mean? You guys aren't even good. A lot of guys, people will watch, but I'm with you with Tiger Woods. I, what I saw this weekend at Firestone, a course that he's dominated, Gabe, he was brutal. Yeah. Like, I, so, I no, I'm not so just going to say would... bad for our buddy Craig Martin. Like, he was hitting it in the rough. His putting was off. Like, there was no part of his game that was good. His driving was brutal. His iron play was off. And his putting, and that's one thing when you get older, it is really hard to putt. Seeing the, the nuances in the breaks. I'm telling you, this guy's 42. In golf, it's a long time, Gabe. He's got his back fused. Like, for all these people that think it's going to happen, it's going to be very, very difficult. He has to catch lightning in a bottle, and I'm going to tell you with the injuries, and it's a young man's game. The way they set up these courses, Rory McIlroy's hitting the ball 410 yards down the pipe. Tiger Woods cannot do that now. Like, he could still bomb it, but it's going to hurt him to get out of that comfort zone with all the injuries that he's had. He can't play that type of game, or else he's going to be done forever. Yeah, years ago before, you would see some of the guys would play well into their late 40s and hang around with the with yeah. the – before they hit the senior tour, but it's different now. He hasn't had the – those guys didn't have his surgeries, though, Gabe. He's got a few, like, fuse back. Yeah. It's, it's kind of different, right? Like, some of those other guys who are soft. I also yeah. think that uh, – I think performance enhancing led uh, – performance enhancers led to some of the tears and stuff in his injuries. I, I agree with you 100%. Like, if you, with a gun to my head, if he used performance, yes. In his career, I would definitely say, like, did Tiger Woods use performance enhancer? If somebody asked me that question, my answer would be yes. Just, I'm not, they talk about, no, I'm not saying anything. Like, look at his body type, though. Remember, he's like a monster yeah. and then whatever. Like, he works hard. Don't get me wrong. You hit the weight room, you do all those things. But it and, looked unnatural. And I'm not a doctor and stuff, so, but the thing is, a lot of his injuries that he had were sort of people in the know were basically, yeah, because he stretches his ligaments. It basically... And not to mention, I mean, we know that he had an association with the Galea doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so he's so. like the actors. He keeps the pictures up. Hey, look who I've, look who I've treated. Yeah. <laughs> look at my famous wall. So as I've stated in the past before, like, I don't know. I mean, you figure that Tiger Woods would be able to find a doctor. You know, the guy's in Orlando. I mean, why is he going to some weird guy up in Canada? Yeah, like next to an airport, kind of in a strip mall, right? Yeah, he's in a, it was an industrial park. Yeah, so basically. <laughs> Hello. And almost every other athlete yeah. whose picture is yeah. there has been nailed. Barry Bonds? <laughs> yeah, like, it's like a who's who of steroid users on the wall, essentially. <laughs> this is so true. I remember thinking, too, yeah. when I was in the guy's office, I was like, you know, I'm sure, like, these guys really appreciate you saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. And no, I was thinking, why do you guys, because they all like, like, autograph pictures and stuff. And I was like, why would you guys, like, autograph Give this guy stuff? Yeah, that's a good point. It's like autographing a picture for a heroin dealer or something. Like, yeah. Look who my customer is. It's like, yeah. You, how do you say, well, I don't know. I was never there. It's like, wow. Well, no, look at this guy. There's a picture of you standing in the office with the guy. Like, you have your arm around him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, I know. And That's then, the no, thing then I say, say, well, he's just a doctor. He's no, like, yeah, but, but it's all the same guys. Like, yeah, but if you're like this billionaire, you're a hundred millionaire in Florida, why are you going, like I said, to an industrial park next to the airport in Toronto? Yeah. But is he that good? It doesn't take the lumbo to figure what's yeah. going on. Yeah. You're right, man, man. You're you're absolutely right. It's craziness, and yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> Why would you sign the pitch? Hey, guys, predominantly Barry Bonds, <laughs> all, all the all the guys. It was Lance Armstrong. Yeah, Barry Lance Armstrong, Bonds, Barry Bonds, and Barry Lemieux. 
Lemieux was on the wall, but Mary Lemieux did have uh, he did have uh, cancer. Yeah, so that's different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Anthony Galea, he was pretty much the uh, the doctor to the stars. He does. He he actually whatever he got caught. I mean, it's not like a big secret or anything like that. But you know, the mainstream media sort of. Um, the mainstream media looks the other way for Tiger Woods with this stuff. Yeah, they do. You know, like, oh, if Cam Newton's name or something oh, yeah, was associated yeah. Oh, yeah, with this stuff. Oh, yeah, they'd dog, be all over. Like, oh, yeah. why is Cam Newton a dog? But yeah. Tiger, they know. They know Peyton Manning. They knew. Peyton Manning was another one that was there. You know what I mean? They know. They don't. It comes down to, basically, Tiger Woods right now, the fact that he's back for golf, when they have board meetings, they're like, oh, God. Thank you so much, oh, CBS. The ratings, the ratings so are through the roof. Yeah. They need Tiger Woods to be around. They don't want him to go anywhere. That's the thing. Like you know, with Peyton Manning, there's certain sports sports athletes that translate to money. And when they're in the boardrooms, uh, you know, average person goes ding, 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 and then uh, yeah, they're making a hell of a lot more money. They love they love the resurgence of Tiger Woods in golf. It's a talking point. Everything. Show them. Guys, 12 shots off the lead. Hey, look at Tiger finishing up, right? Because God knows, you know, ordinary fan wants to see him. I was, I'm cheering for him, too. Like, I want him to do well. But I'm telling you, his age and all the stuff that's happened in his life, it's he looks like a man that's beaten down versus young kids, and it's going to be very hard. He's going to have to catch it's magic. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very difficult, yes. It's going to be, I don't know. It I, could happen. I think he could win. He like could win a tournament, but I could win, like, the shell open or something with a weekend field, one of those weekends. It would be, yeah, uh, he'd have to go to, like, uh, the Safeway. Yeah, like, it used to be, like, the Fries.com, Electronics Open, or one of those type of tournaments. He's, he's yeah. not winning on a year. He's not yeah. winning, like, when he goes to the Euro. No. Like, if he ever goes no. to Qatar or, like, no. Dubai when he plays in one of those God, things. God, no. He's not winning. Because all the top Euro guys go to those ones. He could win the, he could win the Open Championship at St. Andrews. Yeah, like, I don't, long I don't think he can compete with Rory McIlroy for four days. No, he can't. Not, like, on, a, not you know, on a long course. It would have to be lightning in a bottle type of... And the problem is with golf, you need to do it four days in a row. Yes, you do. That's my whole thing with Tiger that I've always said about him, like his recent Tiger. I'm like, yeah, even a major, he can play well. Oh, he'll, have, he'll have a good round this week, yeah. but, he'll, but he'll have a bad round. Like you say, he's got a bad back. He's older. It's hard to play like four consecutive days. You and I played one day, and like we were dead for two weeks. I know it's different circumstances, yeah, we're, but we're not super athletes. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's different. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very yeah, but yeah, we were beat down. He's not drinking uh, yeah, Michelob, yeah, yeah, Michelob Ultras, whatever yeah. the hell. We he's were not drinking. smoking and drinking tall boys on every hole, and we were right and get, getting heckled by turkeys. Hey, you guys want to play for money? Want to scrove these buddies? Yeah, he thinks he's thinks he's a ringer. Thinks he's on tour. <laughs> that guy loves taking money. He's always called. Hey, you want to go for a golf game? Yeah, bring cash. It's like, no, it's it's okay. It's going to go do a radio sober. show. What? A sober. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got to take, give me a few strokes. A shot with him. Give yeah. me a few strokes. Yeah. All right, get your season ticket to Fantasy Glory now with the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. It's not just a draft kit. It's a full-season package that takes you from draft day to championship week, and it features in-depth analysis uh, from some of your favorite fantasy sports radio experts. Go to rotoexperts.com, use code WINNER to get 10% off the exclusive edge package and set aside a spot on the mantle for that 2018 championship trophy. Yeah, fantasy football season yeah. is around the corner. I'm getting a lot of people uh, sending me messages uh, about uh, my leagues. Yeah, how are you going to? Are you still going to be commissioners or no. somebody else's duty now? You no, don't try, I, man. Yeah. You're doing a lot of stuff. Like I'm basically, yeah. I think I'll run one, just one. That's it. But after that, no, I just I can't do this. 
Now, running a league, you got to deal with people. Hey, what's up with this? What's up with that? Going to be doing morning, afternoon stuff. Like, yeah, even you're going to be busy. Even the draft day, as you know. Oh, it's a whole draft day getting everyone together? <laughs> yeah, it's it's the coordination, and yeah. uh, it's tough. Like, also, too, that draft day. We're going to be in Vegas. That's a big weekend for fantasy football. Yep. Uh, draft that August 25th, 26th weekend. Yeah, those three days, Gabe, all of my leagues, same day. I'm on auto draft for all of them. And then the following weekend is college football. Yep. The, the following w- weekend is college football for real, all those games. And like I said, uh, you know, plus we got DFS. So, you know, I'll play in one. I'll have like one fantasy football league. I'm, I'm really going to tone it down this year, though, with the uh, the craziness. I was in five or six leagues before. It gets uh, and, and it gets really annoying because they'll all cross, and especially when you're busy. Three leagues is good. Two or three leagues is enough to keep you entertained, I think, for the year. You have one big cash league, and then I do one with my buddies, well, if you're and playing, it's fun. Yeah, you know? thing is and if, one other. If you're playing for in a bigger league, that's the problem. Like, you know, if you're playing in a $100, you enter a $100 yeah. league or whatever. I mean, a $100 entry. Yeah, it's nothing. But it's not the end of the world if you don't win. But the thing is, if you're playing in a bigger league, you need time. If you're not around a computer and you're always busy and stuff, 